Hello, friends. Welcome back to the School of Self-Worth. I'm your host, Nicole Song. So there's something that you should know about me. I am a former New Year hater. First off, I'm an introvert, so I would rather curl up at home and snuggle with my dog and go to bed early than celebrate, you know, celebrate the New Year. And really from high school on, I hated the pressure to get dressed up, to find the perfect party, to have the right person to kiss at midnight, to celebrate all of those things. Um, But I also disliked the new year as an adult because I felt so much pressure to do it exactly right. I had to enter the new year the precise perfect way or else the whole year would be ruined, or at least that's the way I used to think about it. And then most of the time, even if I did do resolutions in January, they generally died by February. Does this sound familiar? So I've spent a lot of time unpacking what it was that caused my resistance and also my inability to go the distance with my goals. And I'm about to share all of that with you today. So stay tuned. And if you are a high-achieving career woman who wants to master intuitive communication patterns so you can make fast, intuitive decisions, I have a new private podcast that has the exact step-by-step to do just that. If you want the info, just DM me secret at Nicole Song on Instagram, and I will send you all of the details. Okay, let's dig in into today's conversation. Welcome to the School of Self-Worth, a podcast for ambitious women who know they are worthy of an astoundingly great life. Join us weekly as we get on the right side of your intuition, redefine success, and reclaim your self-worth. I'm your host, Nicole Song, an award-winning journalist who left it all behind to become a best-selling author of three books and work-life balance expert helping ambitious women unlock their intuition and step into a life of fulfillment and radical joy. Every single week, I will bring you diverse and meaningful conversations with successful women from all walks of life who share insight about what it takes to be brave, joyful, and authentic every day. Every episode is thoughtfully designed to leave you feeling empowered with tangible tips and advice that will lead you to your next breakthrough. Hello, friends. So I'm going to kick today off with a simple question. Do you secretly get super stressed out by the new year? Like you're trying to set the most scrumptious, perfect resolutions, and the truth is In all the previous years, you've never managed to actually follow through with them, even though you're also secretly a never-give-up optimist who really thinks that this year is going to be the year that you totally get it right. If that's possibly you, you are in the perfect space. So first off, I don't really believe in resolutions. I gave them up years ago because I feel like resolutions are not the pathway to actually sticking with things that you want to accomplish but I am a totally huge, huge, huge believer in dreams. And despite my previous history of hating the new year, I actually really love it now and I really love what it represents. And I'm going to get more into that today. But first, let's talk about how I used to try to set resolutions or goals in the new year. I'd say I've never really been a big fan of resolutions, but there were times where I would set goals and I would say that they almost never really stuck. 
And so I actually would commit to something like a cleanse, which was like a diet in disguise, or I would practice yoga six days a week, or I would pledge to meditate every day. And I used to do all of these things um, in a program typically, because I knew myself well enough to know I wouldn't probably stick with it unless I had some accountability. And accountability really does work. And I am really good at sticking to something when I sign up for something. So I would sign up for these programs. And they usually would last like 40 days or six weeks or so or 30 days. And I would always do it for the time those programs were going on. But once those programs ended, so did the goal. And I would beat myself up then, you know, because I'd be like, oh, like you're such a failure. Like you did it for that amount of time, but you can't do it on your own. And I would often feel guilty too because I couldn't trust myself to do things these things were always things I chose because they made me feel good. They were something like a lot of yoga or a daily meditation practice or eating foods that felt good. So if this cycle resonates for you on some level or it feels familiar or it sounds like, oh yeah, I've done that before, then we have a really great conversation for you today. So here's the thing. What I've learned over time about dreams, first off, dreams can be set at any time of the year. I do love a new calendar year. I love the experience of that. I love the uh, the fresh energy that comes in January. And I also know that dreams can be set at any time. So we can do this practice. I'm sharing this with you at the beginning of the new year, but I want you to know that this is possible at any time of the year. We just tend to be a little bit more motivated in January. But the other thing to know about this, if you really want your dreams to stick, if this is the year you're like, I really want this all to come true, I want this to happen, you have to be fueling it the correct way. If you are fueling your dreams the incorrect way, you're actually never going to reach them. So this is our conversation today, and I'm going to talk today about the types of fuel that you need so that you can actually have your dreams come true at any time of the year. And I'm going to start first, though, with the incorrect types of fuel, because this kind of fuel is what I see most people doing. And it's like putting diesel in your car when you have an, a car that requires unleaded. Like your car is not going to work properly. It's not going to run. It's going to have all kinds of problems. I mean, it probably will break down on the side of the road. I've never tried putting diesel in my car, but I can imagine that is not a very optimal situation. So there are two main types of incorrect fuel that you don't want for your dreams. And so we're going to talk about those first. So the first one is this, it's not knowing what you want. I see this so often for people. They come to me and they don't know what they want. They, you know, they're just confused. They're like, this isn't working for me. I don't really like my life, but they're not really clear on the direction they do want to go. And when you're not clear on the direction you want to go, it's impossible to actually start to make any progress on this. It's just like if you get into your car to go somewhere and you don't have a direction, like say you're opening up your maps app and you don't have anything to put in there, or you would just actually wander around aimlessly. Versus when you know where you're going, or especially if you're going somewhere you're excited about. Like for me, if I get to go to one of my favorite restaurants and I get to map that, oh my God, I am on it. I am like so ready, so excited and going into that direction. But I find so often for many people, what their own, the only thing that they know is that they don't want their current circumstances. They don't like their job 
They don't like their boss. They don't like how things are going right now, but they have no clue how to make it be different. So if you're putting in this fuel of, I don't know, that would be the fuel that I would call it. This fuel is not going to get you anywhere. And so you might be like, well, what do I do about that? And we're going to talk a little bit more about the correct fuels a little bit later. But first, you have to really be clear on, am I putting in this type of fuel? If you tell yourself, I don't know what's next for me, I don't know what I want, I don't know where I'm going, you're going to get stuck there for a very long time and you're going to have a lot of trouble making any progress towards the bigger dreams that you have in your mind that could exist, but you don't even know what those are yet. So I'm going to really share with you, like, how do you start to get clear? What are those steps? What's the point of this and the correct fuel? But first you got to check on yourself. Am I putting, I don't know, into my tank? Okay. So the second incorrect fuel is attachment. So attachment is, happens all the time for people where we get really attached to something. You get attached. So maybe you have done a little bit of work to figure out what your dreams are. And then you're like, okay, well, why wouldn't I want to be attached to it? I have this, you know, I have a dream to like run my own business, for example. Well, what's the point of not being attached to it? Isn't that how it's going to come true? But here's what's really happening when you get attached to an outcome. You are now attaching your self-worth to the outcome of your goal. You've decided that your worth and your value on this planet are somehow tied to whether this outcome comes true. And so when your identity and your self-worth starts to be based on anything external, and you might be doing this even right now, like say you have a goal at work to get promoted and you're very attached to it. And all of a sudden your worth, your value at work are completely tied to that. And you're evaluating what everyone says to you based on this desire you have to get promoted. So now when these things don't start to happen, so let's just go with the promotion version. When you want to get promoted and you get really attached to this idea, all of a sudden everything is framed from that perspective of whether you get the promotion or whether things are going to go your way. And now you start to feel guilty or bad if it doesn't actually start to occur. And you might start to make some assumptions about yourself, like that you're not really good at your job. You start to really diminish who you are and you can get really negative about yourself in this situation. And so when you do get really negative, how do you think that any of your goals could even come to pass? That is one of the key things to understand. And then the second piece to remember is also that attachment causes us to grip. We start to really get dependent on this idea of hitting it. We start to hold it. We start to try to control outcomes. And this is when other, this can start up other programs like fear of failure. And this can also start up a program like imposter syndrome, where you worry you won't know yourself without actually reaching this particular goal. And this being in this contracted state will really stall you out and it will keep your dreams from happening. And on top of this, what happens is when you get so dead set on it, you start to block out the potential for any other potential pathways to open up. Like what if it wasn't that you were supposed to get promoted at your current job, you were actually supposed to be open to another job that would give you a bigger pay raise and more satisfaction and fulfillment. And when we get really attached to the one thing, we can we get myopic, you know, only looking at one particular thing. 
So you get stuck in this one way instead of being able to see that there is so much more possibility and openness in your life than you ever see. And I see this all the time for my own clients where I can see them getting stuck on things sometimes. They get very attached. And I'm like, can we really release how this is supposed to go? Can we really release the idea that we know the direction of this and we can just set ourselves in a direction and then release the attachment? And you're like, okay, Nicole, easier said than done. This is true, which is why I want to talk now about the correct fuel. This is the fuel that you want to put in your tank. And these are the things that are going to make a difference for you and be the most effective way for you to actually start to set some dreams and have them begin to come true. And this is going to be easy because after seeing the ones, the incorrect fuels, you'll be like, okay, I got it. I'm going to get this correct fuel. This is going to be easy. So the first correct fuel is to know what you want. You need to know where you're going. And just as important, you have to have it be really clear and connected. So sometimes I hear from people that they say, okay, I want a new job, but then they're not really clear on what that new job would be about, what the purpose it is that serves for them, like why do they care about it? Because they secretly still are just trying to get away from the previous job. So getting clear on what you want, like on a really deep level is so valuable and the most important fuel that you really want to start to put in this vehicle that's taking you to the next stage of your life. Like for me, if I want to go, right, I was giving you that example of getting in the car to go to the restaurant. If we are going to eat something that I'm just sort of like, and eh, like whatever, that's a fine restaurant. I don't care that much. But if we're going to my favorite restaurant with the best dishes, the one that I love the most, I am like hopping in that car and I'm getting us out the door and I'm like, let's go eat there. I'm so clear and I'm so excited about the steps that it will take to get there. So knowing what you want, it has to be specific and it has to be something that feels really aligned to your heart into who you are. And it's not something that you're doing because you think that you're supposed to. It's not something you're doing because other people have suggested it to you as a good idea. So if other people are constantly giving you ideas for jobs that you can take or different career paths that you can take, and none of them are ones that want, that you have really considered and checked in on yourself and said, that's what I really want. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you being aligned. I'm talking about you having that zing, that feeling of like, yes, this is what I'm here to do. And when we've got that, that kind of clarity, that's when, ooh, like the car starts to roll and new possibilities really start to open up. Okay. So now here we are and you've got this like really zingy, excited thing that you want. And our second correct fuel is detachment. I know it's not a surprise. You probably saw this coming. Detachment. This is like the pinnacle place to hang out. This is the one where when you can really master detachment. So detachment, I will say, is not something that is so simple and easy for us to do. Like this does require a lot of practice and a bigger amount of work for us. This is something I go way deeper in in my course, Your Clear Calling, because it is something that's important for us to master and to practice. But I'm going to get into the basics of why detachment is important here. Because I've got a little secret for you about goals in general. It's not actually about reaching your goal. I know. What are you talking about, Nicole? But it's really true. And like, well, I love, love, love when my clients reach goals because they do all the time. Like they get new jobs. They have huge amounts of financial abundance. They meet their life partners. Like they have so many incredible breakthroughs. 
but goals are actually about the growth you're experiencing. They're not about the outcome. And why is that? So this goes back to self-worth because it's about how you expand in the pursuit of the goal. So think about the last job you had, or maybe it's your current job and how it feels when you're stalled out, when you're not being challenged, when it's the same old and you're like, I just keep doing the same thing every single day. That's usually when you start to itch for change. You're like, I feel like there must be something else that I'm here to do. There must be a different career for me. There's something outside of the current job. And this is because humans are designed to grow. You are designed to stretch and goals are one of the most effective ways and one of the most foundational ways that people actually grow because it's not about, again, getting to the outcome and getting to the other side of the goal. It's about who you are while you're pursuing it. It's about the expansion of yourself in the process. And what I'm talking about now is having the self-worth to stay detached from your goal. And this is an essential part of fueling the dreams that you have that you have out there is when I am worthy, valuable, no matter what the outcome of this goal, I'm just in it to stretch and to expand and to understand myself. Like that is when our goals become powerful. And that is actually when the goals start to come true. So when you do finally reach a goal, I promise the reason it is so sweet is because of the expansion you experienced along the way and the way you pushed yourself, the way you tried different things, the way you actually moved through fear of failure and said, all right, or I'm not going to people please this time and I'm actually going to just see what I want to do. Because at their heart, your goals are simply a way for you to be the person that you have always wanted to be. You get to actually be that person in the moment. And achieving it isn't going to make you also, by the way, an automatically worthy person. I can tell you this from experience. Like I, when I put my first books out, I was kind of like, oh, like, am I supposed to feel different? Am I supposed to feel worthy now? And then I realized it wasn't really about the books. I realized it was about the process of putting the books out there. It's about the process of telling people my books existed. And that stretched me into the human I wanted to be, not the actual experience of like selling the books to people and having them read it, even though that part was lovely and awesome. It was truly me being able to move this through this imposter syndrome and to say, wow, like I put all of who I am into the process of these books. And now I get to have them be in the world and I get to be totally detached from how it, how it goes from there, the outcome after that. So, you know, for you, this practice of detachment, like this is such a worthy practice and it's such an important fuel for yourself as you head into this year of like, okay, like how can I set goals and then also be fully detached? How can I really be in this practice of becoming the person who I can trust to pursue my goals, to pursue my purpose, to really lean into my intuition, to really understand my worth and my value, and to keep expanding in this life. Because really to me, like that is truly what this life is about, every stage of growth and expansion. So there you have it. If you are in a place where you are ready to fuel your dreams really powerfully for 2024 and you're like, I'd really like some support with this and you know that it will make all the difference in the world because I promise you it will, I am leading a training on this very topic. So DM me worthy on Instagram at Nicole Song and I will send you all 
the incredible details. Okay. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I am so grateful to have your attention and your listening, and I can't wait to see you again next week. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Before you go, don't forget if you are a high achieving woman who wants to uncover your biggest blind spots, preventing fast, intuitive decisions, I've got a 72 second assessment for you. So make sure to DM me quiz on at Nicole song at Instagram. And thank you for being here and for listening. We read every note that we get from you about how the podcast is making a difference in your life. Please know how much we appreciate each and every one of you. Until next time, I'm Nicole Song, and this is the School of Self-Worth.